Whether you're hoping to heal the world or heal yourself, this podcast is here for you to highlight how kindness moves. Yet how kindness moves you to action, you yourself. Maybe it's just something you feel, something so good, it's contagious. You might have been touched by a simple act of kindness. Maybe you want tips on how you can act now in your community, or you just love the feeling of doing good. Welcome to Kindness Moves, a new podcast brought to you by the INC Giving Project. We're your hosts, LP and Nan. That's right, our very own hosts, also of the INC Media Program, Blueprint, Nan Zapanta. Hi, everyone. Hi, LP. (laughs) So, Nan, today we are tackling, you know, a topic that might not seem like an obvious trait or characteristic that we need in order to help others, but it makes sense when you really think about it. Today, we discuss confidence. And for those who might not say, you know, it's not really needed, you know, to be kind, to do good, our guest today just might change your mind. Yeah, you know, LP, uh, it's really interesting what you mentioned about confidence uh, not being an obvious trait or characteristic. You know, most people probably think, oh, you have to be nice, you have to be patient, you have to have a kind heart. You know, those are the, the main traits that they associate with a person that wants to help others. And I totally agree. Those are great traits and are definitely needed. Uh, but confidence, confidence is too. And it makes total sense. Yes. And for any of our listeners who are on the fence, you know, about going out and volunteering or reaching out to those who, who may need help, maybe you don't know where to start. You know, I myself, you know, sometimes I, I doubt myself. I, I get a little bit timid. Uh, you know, maybe you feel like, you're not qualified or you're not good enough to help as in, you know, you feel like what you have to offer isn't that valuable, but hopefully today's discussion will dispel any doubt and it will give you a push towards the right direction. So for today's show, let's welcome from Las Vegas, Nevada, Lou Dan Takiki. Hey, Lou Dan. (laughs) Hello. Hey, Lou Dan. (laughs) Hi, Dan. Oh, it's so awesome to have you. I, I heard your I story and I've, I've, I've met you in person. We've had cool discussions in person and it's so cool to hear from you again. Oh, most definitely. Same here. <laughs> so, Ludan, let's just jump right into it. You know, you we're talking about confidence. Yeah. Uh, you are an entrepreneur. You're a boxing trainer. When I was over there, I, I was privileged to, to visit your gym and I got to see you and your students in action. Can yeah. you tell our listeners a little bit about your, your boxing training uh, the gym that, that I was able to visit and, and your goal in helping your students? Okay, so my boxing training, it's uh, really to help people to be able to defend themselves. And also, it's basically living out my passion of sharing the talent that God gave me. Yeah. And if you could share that with others, basically what happens is uh, you get lost in time. <laughs> when you get lost in time, you just start to help people with with unconditional love and energy. And it just it just makes everything simple. I witnessed it firsthand, you know, when, like I mentioned, I was able to visit you at the gym. I don't know if you remember, I was definitely not on the same level as, as you and your students, but <laughs> I, I got to see it happen. And, and it does feel like time kind of slows down and you're really just focused on the task at hand. And, and what made it really cool, it was it wasn't just seeing everyone into boxing. It was like into helping each other. You know, I even saw your students helping each other and yeah. kind of like what you're talking about, how you get lost in, in doing these acts of kindness. Absolutely. And and it's just it's just so organic because once one helps out each other, I want others to help help out each other. And um, basically, it just it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, absolutely. Ludan, how long have you been boxing for? Has this always been a part of your life or, you know, how, how did this start? Basically, when I used to live in Colorado, I saw Manny Pacquiao back in the day and that was like uh, about <laughs> 2001. And I really wanted to do boxing. But in Colorado, they didn't have nothing. <laughs> So when I moved to Vegas in 2003, that's when it all began. 
Yeah, so it's it's been since 2003 with like just training and learning the sport. Which is awesome because, you know, you would think that boxing, it's competitive, you know, it's super physical, but you're not only just training, you know, your body, you're training for a fit mind and, you know, all of that. Right. So that's pretty inspiring. For all of our viewers who, who want to see, Ludan actually has a feature um, from the INC Giving show. You can check it out on incgiving.org uh, where we kind of take a look into, you know, his gym. Like Nan said, we see him and his students in action. Uh, but we know, Ludan, there's so much more to your story. We kind of want to dive in deeper into your inspiration behind all of what you're doing. Definitely. You mentioned in your story, you mentioned free classes. So you're not only providing training for these students, but you're providing something else in addition to that. Being an athletic sports trainer, it's like a, a big platform that you've chosen to take and you built on it even beyond physical training. Yes. So can you share with us a little bit about, you know, what what you've done with, with your studio and how you're taking further steps to, again, not only just have a fit body, but a fit mind as well for your students? Definitely. So mandatory before training, we always pray. Nice. We got to nice. pray before training because we got to I've never heard of a boxing gym that, that does that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. We basically got to ask for God's guidance. We ask him to coach us, to teach us, and to really send send the Holy Spirit to be with us. Because at the end of the day, I couldn't do it without God. And my boy was just working with an Olympian that got signed to top rank. And Praise God, <laughs> he's been with us, you know? So I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. to get back to your question. So basically mandatory, we always got to pray. And then at the end of every boxing session, we have a conversation. We talk about what we learned. But there's always ways to take a, a particular story and infuse it with, with the teachings that we learn daily. Yeah, so that's basically uh, the key to the success that we're gaining as a squad. So like, wow. <laughs> yeah. We're so grateful that your students are receptive to it. Can you tell us a little bit about the students that come in, you know, to your gym to who are, are they young? Are they older? Yeah. So basically um, a lot of them are young right now, but there's actually a couple, there's a handful of uh, students who are actually a little bit older, who are like an Air Force officer. There's some realtors, but like a majority are young. So basically what happened was what I did was donate my time to a rec center to help out with boxing. And eventually, like when I was donating my time, the classes got, in, got way big and they started double charging the kids. Mm. And I'm like, oh, no, that's that's not right. Because uh, the parents started talking to me. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? They're like, yeah, they're double charging us now. I was like, wow. I said, you know what? Yeah, we'll train at the park. We'll train at the park. Oh, so you guys don't have to worry about that. And they're like, are you serious? I said, yeah. Yeah. I said, but there's a condition, though. And they're like, what's the condition? The the condition was you have to do Bible study and each Bible study gets you a free class. Wow. And they're like, are nice. you serious? They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you know, and that's what really makes it even more awesome is the fact that these are free classes. As we all know, 2020 was a, a hard time for all families. Oh, so yeah. how, how much more impactful was it to have free classes? And, and, and why mm. do you choose to do free classes? Because anyone, anyone that has a skill uh, and knowledge can charge something, even if it was just even a small amount. They could charge something, but why did you choose free classes for these families and these students? There are certain people who I do charge. There are certain mm -hmm. people, like if I know they can handle it, I co op charge. But if I know that the family is going through it, you can kind of tell, you can kind of feel yeah. it, you know, you can kind of see it. So the reason, the way I look at that about giving uh, free classes, it's like, uh, hang on. Hang on. Hey, real quick. No, it's okay. No, take your time. It's all right. Yeah, the way I look at that is it's like a, 
like it's an offering. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like an offering. Because <laughs> if God gave you a particular skill, a particular talent, the way you could give back is by giving it for free. Like they could go listen to the the teachings. I mean, it, yes, money is essential. Mm-hmm. But there's also a portion of your life that you can dedicate to God by giving your talent to them for free. And God willing, their heart opens up so that they can actually listen to the teaching. You know what I mean? So that's that's basically the way I truly look at that part. That's is uh giving your talent to those individuals who, who need it. And then also finding a way to open that gate of their heart to hear the truth. And, and you know what, to be honest with you, there, there's been a couple who have actually have been receptive. There's this guy, he listened to it and he, cause after they listen to Bible study, I basically I tell them, I'm listen, um, after you're done listening, I want you to tell me 20 things that you learned from this Bible study. Oh, wow. nice. And after that, we're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when he texted me, all the things he learned, he's like, wow, that's mind blowing. Yeah. That's crazy. But you know, you know what was the most touching part? He continued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I apologize about being emotional, no. but I'm like, no, no. It, it's so it, it's so beautiful because we're talking about you know having confidence to do what you love and without any doubt, without any fear of what the outcome would be. And that's what you have been doing over the last few years. And you know, moving into this year, you are reaching out to you know, young people, people in your community, and you're offering everything that you love about boxing and everything that you love about, you know, your faith and about your membership in the Church of Christ. And you're offering it and you're giving it to them with confidence that it's going to do something. And if God's going to call them, then they will be called. You know, without yeah. any fear, you're giving it to them. And if they, if you know, if it's, right. if it's God will, then, then, then they'll continue to listen. So, uh, thank you. You're just, we're trying to, you know, we're we're learning about how to be more confident and where in your life, you know, that has has been a trigger and and how we can also uh, be like you, Ludan. So yeah, yeah. It, it, no apologies, honestly, because just like you said, you're you're putting your heart and and sincerity into helping these students. Honestly, we feel the heart and sincerity in you just sharing your story with us, and we really appreciate it. And uh, I can't thank you enough. And, and it's clear, you know, in, in everything that you've been saying, we've been able to hear about, you know, how, how, how faith has impacted this, how confidence um, has impacted this whole, whole effort of yours. Uh, and it seems like just, you know, back to just the athletics part of it, right? Athletics in general are, are a great way to build uh, confidence in young people. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, our very own LP, she uh, is, has a background in dance and choreography. Uh, so I'm sure that was a great way to build confidence as a young person, right, LP? Well, you know, yes, dance, I considered it a sport and I'm grateful because, you know, it did over the years being introduced to dance, you know, having to learn that self-discipline, it it allowed me to have confidence. And not only that, it introduced me to mentors, you know, within the dance industry who were there to help me and to push me. You know, anyone who is into sports and into a craft, they want to get better, you know, right. and it's these, these mentors that help push us and help inspire us to become better. So I definitely um, uh, appreciate what it has taught me. And, and I'm sure, Lunan, just boxing in general, can you kind of, uh, you touched on this earlier, but, you know, what about boxing, about this sport, helped you build your own personal confidence? Um, when you step in the ring and you're still able to function correctly, 
you're still able to stay on the right path of of doing what you got to do. You got to hit, move, move different angles and basically control them versus them controlling you. Uh, when you actually go through all those different challenges of, of the person trying to hurt you, but you're still able to function, it only builds you up even more. You know, so that's a, that's a real beautiful trait. You can just see a light in them where they're able yeah. to to able to stand up for themselves and also respect each other. They hold they hold us a particular type of confidence where they're like, listen, you can stop you can stop messing with me because there's actually there's a lot of bullying going there's a lot of bullying going on in this world. So if uh, you can actually stand up to the people who are doing wrong things to you. You could talk to them first, and I tell them, I'm like, listen, you got to control yourself. You can't, you can't just uh, hit nobody. You have to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting you brought that up, right? Because you know, with, with boxing, with any of any physical or or, or self defense type training, you know, you you gain confidence because you know that you can protect yourself, like you mentioned earlier on. But then I've also found that almost every single person that I've run into that is a boxer or a mixed martial artist or it has some sort of background in combat sports. They're actually super respectful. Like, I don't know if it's because of the knowledge that they have, that they know that they can protect themselves. They had the confidence. So in turn, they they end up being more respectful, more, I don't know, just more they're pleasant people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah do, you, do you see that? Um, do, you, do you witness that in, in your experiences? Yeah, definitely notice that. Like, you'll see that the most cheerful, like the real cheerful ones, uh, something like, you know, like, very, yeah, but I don't know. I really believe that um, each coach that really teaches it, they, they all, they make sure that a lot of their students uphold respect for one another. And mm -hmm. I, that, that, it's funny that you, we were actually talking about that because there's actually a time when these uh, brothers and sisters were joining our class and there's a time when the, the sister was making fun of the brother. The brother was making fun of the sister, but it was all in front of us. Hmm. And they're cutting each other down. And I'm, I'm like, listen, you cannot disrespect your sister in front of us. Matter of fact, you shouldn't disrespect her overall. But what, what more when you do it in front of us? Because at the end of the day, if we disrespectful to each other, what more out there? Right. We have to, we have to respect one another. Yeah, what what you're saying about it reflects right on on yeah. how you're, you are in the gym. That also reflect on how you are out in the real world, and and that's Absolutely. why it's important to to maintain kind of that that respect for one another. And I right. guess that also kind of goes right. into confidence, right? Because um, when you're facing challenges in this life, mm -hmm. uh, but and you kind of earlier on you talked about a, a boxing match and how someone's going to come try to beat you, yet you know that you can overcome you can come out on top correct um i guess that, that that's also in, in life right like so in, in a way you're, you're teaching these kids that confidence that no matter what they face in life they have what's needed to 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 win the fight absolutely you know because that's actually already in the scriptures like like uh, the th that confidence part if you really think about it right so like being a christian i said when i am weak is when i'm most strong like what? What do you mean when you're weak is when you're strong? Like what? Well, that's kind of opposite. You know what I mean? Or in the Bible, it also says when you're going through troubles, be joyous. Like what? That's opposite, right? Like it's it, it, through the outside world, it's insane to even say that. But that's exactly what we are. And what does that equal? That equals confidence. So if you mess with somebody, if, so, if they're supposed to be going through problems and supposed to act the way a human should act, which is, oh, I'm going through problems, I should feel down. No, the teaching says when you go through problems and you're going through challenges, be joyous. 
right? So it's like, whoa, that's right. it's almost like, whoa, that's a that's a weird person. But no, that's that's being a true Christian. You know what I mean? So that equals confidence at the end of the day. Definitely. Definitely. Right? <laughs> so Ludan, you know, we've already discussed confidence. We've seen how it's helped you in with your students and how it's helped not only you, you know, it's helped your community. So and that's why I want to kind of bring it up because I, I know you're you're doing this whole boxing training thing, which is already awesome. But then on the side, I know that you've helped strangers pay for groceries. I, I know that you've handed out gift cards to those in need. So how has confidence played a role in you deciding to help others even in that way? And if you could just kind of share with us some of those instances uh, where, where you did help others out. Well, basically, um, the way I got my confidence in the, in the first place was uh, basically a bunch of a bunch of different things from way back in the day. Um, when I first my, one of my first job was selling um, a Cutco. You know those knives? Yeah. The knives, yeah. <laughs> we all know Cutco. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I was super happy about that. I was like, you know what? So I was like, yeah, Ma, I got the job, but we got to buy these knives first. Right? <laughs> You're like, what? What do you mean you got to buy the knives, right? I was like, yeah, if I buy these knives and then I get to show people and then I get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so I ended up doing that. But you got to, that's basically where my confidence started building. Can I show you how good these knives are? They're like, what? You know what I mean? So it, it started from there. So it's all about the approach on on uh, first and foremost. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, the approach. You know, there's a time when I was working in marketing where we talked to random people. It, it, it started from there. But at first, it was scary to talk to a stranger. Like, oh, I don't even know him, man. I don't want to even talk to him, right? Yeah. So for, for those things, for those experiences that I've had in the past, it made it easy to approach people that I didn't know. So in right. order to do that, I had to have a particular, uh, basically, I don't know if it's comfort. It's like basically thick skin, thick skin, yeah. not being shy and just yeah. talking to people. Because in order to even invite, in order to even share your faith, you got to have some type of confidence, right? So yeah, it, definitely. It, it's something mandatory. <laughs> Yeah, no, and it's great because you are, ta- you know, you had this experiences in, in your professional life, you know, years ago, and then you turned that confidence and that, you know, uh, not being shy, if you will, you turned that into something that you're passionate for, you're, you're boxing and you're being able to influence, you know, these these young people in your community. And then you've also used your confidence in sharing your faith you know, you're using right. all of this, everything that you've learned to kind of allow God to work through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, that, yeah, it's definitely one of those things. So it's like, man, imagine if Jesus Christ didn't have no type of confidence. He couldn't, he couldn't convince his disciples to follow him. I mean, so if we're true Christians, mm-hmm. which means follower of Christ, it's mandatory <laughs> that we be, <laughs> that we have confidence. It's so awesome to hear that, you know, every time there is any mention of confidence, you, you always pair it with faith. So even when you're doing, you know, these acts of kindness, like I mentioned earlier, how, you know, you help pay for things or you, you, you gave out gift cards and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, do you also see that as a way of, of sharing truth? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's better to act than to just talk. It's a whole lot better than just to, just to be saying that you can help people. You really got to put that action in. Because if you don't give no, if you don't give nothing, and it doesn't always have to be in, in form of money. It's also just in form of helping people. If you don't give a portion of you, how could they give a portion of their time to you? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Paying it forward. 
it's a give and take situation. I think it's really, really cool to see. You've clearly like illustrated to us how your confidence both in, in, in your boxing and even stuff that you've read, it, you've paired it with your faith, you know, and, and, and it's an interesting combination. How have your students gained confidence through faith? I mean, we already know that they got confidence from, from training and from boxing, but how have they gained confidence from learning about faith? When we pray, when you're actually praying, you're automatically putting your faith, hope, and trust into God. You're not going in your bat, you're not going in the battle alone. When we actually pray before training, I'm like, listen, guys, <laughs> we may be praying here, but when you're at home or when whatever it is you're doing, if you're at work, some of you guys are not old enough to work yet. But when you're about to do something, like when you're about to do uh, some type of schoolwork or do a test, pray, pray for, pray for courage, pray for confidence, pray for the abilities that you need to succeed, and that's what it is. So everything that we do in the gym, you can do outside. You know what I mean? By having a particular mindset. You have to have that winning mindset. So that winning mindset is all about, you know what I mean, being the best you can be. You don't have to worry about trying to be better than others. You just have to be the best that you can be. And you do that, everything else pretty much falls in place. There you go. And you said you mentioned it, you know, your your faith and confidence in, in God is really, really powerful. And it's you know, confidence in what God can do for us, you know, what He can do through us if we open our heart and mind to it. Now, we also asked you, our listeners, our kindness ambassadors, to chime in as well about how kindness moves you. So for this episode, here's what JC and Lynn Watko, also fitness trainers from Northern California, had to say about giving back to their community and how the INC Giving Project can help. Hey everyone! What the INC Giving Show means to me is that it's a great platform for those to be inspired by brethren around the world giving back to their community. It's inspired me to do good to those that need it. So we have received many blessings in this life, so why not share it to others, whether or not people are watching. So thank, thank you. you, INC Giving Show. Thanks, JC and Lynn, for sharing How Kindness Moves You. We've had Ludan Takiki on the show today, and we've heard so much about how confidence has really played a big role in him sharing acts of kindness and helping others out in his community. So, uh, Ludan, you, you've seen the INC Giving Project, and, and it's continued throughout these years. Um, you've, you've, you yourself, you've been giving in action, uh, as we have mentioned earlier. Can you share maybe a favorite INC Giving experience that you've had or maybe a project that you'd like to see in the future? INC Giving experience that I actually got to see and I got to experience was when we all went to give appreciation to the firefighters, you know, the firefighters and the policemen. That was Mm -hmm. cool. That was actually pretty cool just to uh, take the time, take the time to go there and give them gifts and all that and um you know, I mean, to see their smiles, to let them know that we do appreciate them in the community. It was nice. It was actually nice to see, you know, like just to see their smiles. Other ones where we went to uh, the homeless areas and we were giving out food, just hanging out with them and just spending time with them and uh, doing Bible studies and, and, you know, just socializing. Just knowing that, you know, you're making a difference not only in your community, but that everyone is united across the world. Can you imagine then if we all had this confidence like Ludan has? to just go out, <laughs> you know, and, and continue no matter what, without any reserve. Um, we need we need more of that. So we're grateful for all the tips you shared with us and your experience. Now, Ludan, before we let you go, if we can just have you just share maybe a last parting piece of advice 
for any of us that may feel that, you know, we aren't good enough or capable enough to help others. Maybe it's something that you learned in training or words that pushed you forward all these years in making kindness contagious. What would it be? One of the things that that really give me the confidence every single day, no matter what. It's including God in all your plans and you will be successful. So whatever plan it is that you have, you when you include God, the creator of the universe, the creator of all things, how can you go wrong? How can you fail? Because even the, your quote unquote fail is actually a blessing in disguise. So no matter what, as members, we're winning, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. All we have to do is finish our race, stay strong, stay focused, continue to spread love, always be prayerful, and definitely every single day be grateful. There's always something you can be grateful for. And when you do that, when you have that in your mindset, when you have that winning mindset every single day, it exudes just in your presence alone. Always ask God, please use me as your instrument to reach out to those who are lost in this world every single day. You know what I mean? So as long as you ask that and you're useful, you have to, because you got to understand in this life, we don't want to be useless. So we want to be useful. So, (laughs) so that's, that's one of the things that I could actually, I would love to always be a part of, to always be used by God as his instrument to reach out to those who are lost in this world. But the truth is, don't hide your talents. Right. If you're great at right. dancing, there's a way to to start up a dance class and use that dance class as, as some type of charity work. And boom, a hey, matter of fact, after this, there's a Bible study. You teach people how to be a spokesperson and all that. And like, listen, we got this little, little class. Boom, boom. I'll teach you how to present yourself. Boom. And as a matter of fact, after this, we're also having a Bible study. Whatever talent is that you guys possess, use that and include God with it and watch the blessings flow. Man, I'm confident right now. I'm, I'm confident to We're gonna take it, step out my door right now. Yes, you can, you know? man. Yes, you can. <laughs> and and it's it really is like what you're saying, Luda. And I mean, I think in a nutshell, it's our confidence really comes from just having confidence in what God can do, right? Yep. Yes, yes, What absolutely. he can do for us, what he will do through us. So long, like yes. you said, as we do our part. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Ludan. Yeah, we thank you so much. We really appreciate you joining us. Thank you for your time. Man, thank you guys so much, too. It was, it was definitely great to talk to you guys. Cool. Well, we, we definitely have to chat again. Yes, that'd be cool. <laughs> okay, guys. All right, Nan. All right, LP. Thank you so much, guys. You guys have a blessed day, huh? You too. Thank you. All right. In our next episodes, please stay tuned for discussions on raising kind kids and how please and thank you might be a good start. But how else can we teach compassion in our family and raise children with generous hearts? Yes, there's still so much more to come. So many discussions to have and to learn in order to be more compassionate and to see how kindness moves us. So thank you for tuning in. I'm Lois Paula. And I'm Nan. For more tips and ideas on how you can make kindness contagious, please also visit incgiving.org. And add us to your playlist of favorites or download more episodes on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. Remember, act now, make your move, and do good because kindness matters. It's meaningful. It motivates. Kindness moves. <laughs>